Welcome to Fireside Chats, a cybercrime magazine podcast series brought to you by Stellar Cyber. Stellar Cyber unifies currently disjointed security tools and data sources to fully visualize, correlate through AI, and automatically detect, investigate, and respond to all attack activities. To learn more about our sponsor, visit StellarCyber.ai. I'm your host, Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today is Steve Salinas, Head of Product Marketing at Stellar Cyber. Steve, welcome back. Great to be speaking with you on Fireside Chats. Good to be back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. And Steve, so, you know, with so many security products available and, you know, vendors are aggressively chasing business, it's easy to lose sight of the main goal of bringing new products into security operations teams to make them more efficient and make lives easier. So today we want to talk about a few things to keep in mind when considering bringing new technology into your SOC. So I guess my first question to you would be, what do you mean when you or anyone else says enabling a security team to succeed? Like I just said, like, what does that mean to you and, and what would you share with folks? When you look at security, it's always a combination of technology, human expertise, and process and procedures. And like you mentioned, there are so many different options now in the marketplace. And these products that you see, a lot of them are super innovative and super impressive in what they can do and what it seems they can they can provide. But the enablement part is something that is really, really important. It's just like anything. Like if you buy any sort of product, even for your own personal use, if you're not sure how to use it or haven't been given the tools and the, the knowledge to make use of that, you're going to underutilize that product. So when we talk about enabling security teams, what we're really talking about is certainly you want to make sure that you're bringing in good products that help them get their jobs done faster, more efficiently. But that's only going to happen if they've been given those other tools, the knowledge and the training so that they can make use of those products. So that's one thing that I think because the technology is so impressive can sometimes take a backseat. That makes a lot of sense. And so with that, what kinds of things should security team leaders ask of the vendors concerning enablement before signing up for a new product? Of course, you want to make sure for one, when you're looking at new products, and this is, you know, this is not rocket science. You're probably trying to solve a specific problem or improve a specific process. So obviously you need to make sure the technology you're looking at can check that box. But just as important is to really probe that vendor and how they can help enable your team, what sort of training they have available, how do they, you know, take them through, make that vendor walk you through the life cycle of a customer. And I think here's where customer references are really important as well, where you want to talk to other security team leaders, maybe if you can find them ideally in your vertical, right, in your industry that are using the, these products and specifically probe them on the enablement because it's not just initial enablement. There's a lot that goes into ensuring your team is successful. So, you know, I think a lot of times, especially with smaller companies, with startups, they focus a lot, obviously, on the actual technology they're developing because that's going to help them get the funding they need to continue to grow. But again, you know, not to be too repetitive, but if you can get the best product in the world, but if no one knows how to use it, it's not going to help anyone. So I think that's where security team leaders just don't, don't let anyone off the hook when it comes to enable. And so what about after the initial deployment? What kind of support should security leaders expect? Yeah, that's a really, really important thing too, because I think, especially if we're talking about right now when there's so many vendors in the market, 
obviously the vendors are under a lot of pressure to meet their internal goals for sales and to continue to add new logos, new customers to their slate. And some, unfortunately, might really, okay, great, they give you a lot of love and attention up to signing of the, of the contract and, and maybe depending on how they get paid out, you know, they need to make sure the product has been initially deployed. So you get a lot of attention then. But then you might be kind of feel like you're left on an island or it's like really hard to find people to help you continue to learn about the product. Because one of the things, obviously these products are not static. They continue to get new features, new enhancements, upgrades. So the things you need to look at from a security as a leader, let talk to them, make them talk to you about what sort of training materials are available. You know, how can I continue to train my team? Hopefully the vendors have things like online courses that people can take on demand, right? To continue to grow. And especially if you add new people to your team, super important that that stuff's available. We split it up into two different things. We call it customer success after that initial deployment. And this is the team that we have. And some, a lot of other vendors do this as well. When we do new product releases, we proactively reach out to the customers to make sure they saw the release notes or saw the videos whatever that we release to them. But then there, you also have the, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm using your product and something is broken. So that's that customer support aspect that you need to be able to ensure exists. You know, especially again, I kind of go back to the smaller companies that have some of these problems, but the larger ones can have it as well, where it's really hard to find someone that can help you. So again, I break it into a few different things. You have your initial deployment. You have kind of your ongoing training, hopefully with like online courses and things like that. You maybe have some sort of what we call, again, customer success, making sure you're seeing the new features and being proactive there. And then that break fix to where I find an issue in your product, I need to be able to have find someone in customer support that can help me resolve this product. Because, you know, a lot of these security products, I mean, they're critical. It's not like maybe a web server that stops e-commerce from occurring. But at the same time, if one of your critical security products goes down, your team might be just stuck. There might be nothing they can do. And it does happen. So you need to make sure that that customer support aspect is there as well. Excellent. So Steve, going into 2023, do you have any predictions or thoughts on what we can expect from security vendors? So it's a really interesting time right now, I think, where obviously there are lots and lots of vendors in the market. We've talked about that. And they're delivering lots of cool technology. I think you're going to probably see, and we talk about this every year, but maybe this with other factors that you see and just generally in the world, <laughs> you might see a little bit more consolidation that's going to occur. I think we're going to start to see more automation come into the different products. And again, the automation, it, comes, it does come back to the enablement because right now, I don't think that any single security team would be comfortable fully automating everything they do. We're just not quite there yet. And I don't know if we'll ever get there probably. I've always held that your security analysts are the most important part of your team. But it's going to be really important, especially if you bring in products that have automation in them. How does that automation work with my security team? So that's something, you know, that I think we're going to see more of that just because really what we're starting to, obviously this is not brand new, but this security is really a big data problem. And with the amount of data as it continues to increase, I think you're going to see vendors introduce more ways to automate the analysis, processing, detecting of threats and whatnot. But it's really important to make sure that your team understands their role in the process is super critical. And again, the vendors have the responsibility to make sure your team understands that and that they can use this new technology as it does roll out. 
Fantastic. Well, Steve, as always, such a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for taking the time to come on and uh, looking forward to our next conversation. You bet. Thanks for having me. I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Fireside Chats is brought to you by Stellar Cyber, who is committed to unifying currently disjointed security tools and data sources to fully visualize, correlate through AI, and automatically detect, investigate, and respond to all attack activities. To learn more about our sponsor, visit StellarCyber.ai. And to keep up with all of our media, visit us at CybercrimeMagazine.com. 